from the Weekly Standard, Fred Barnes. Fred, thanks so much for your time. Uh, by the way, are you a uh, Red Sox hater or a Red Sox no, lover? Quite the contrary. I've been a Red Sox fan since I was eight years old. Really? And, uh, and, and my father, and when he was in the military, he was in the cavalry after he got out of West Point and at the Presidio of Monterey, coached the baseball team, and one of the players on his team was a 17-year-old named Dominic DiMaggio. Wow. And my dad had a ball signed by all his teammates at Dominic DiMaggio, and when he showed me that when I was eight years old, I instantly became a Red Sox fan. <laughs> and there are, really, Michael, there are no former Red Sox fans. Uh, what I find is there are either Red Sox uh, fans or Red, Red Sox haters. There doesn't seem to be a lot of yeah, new... Tra- it's it's kind of like Obamacare. You either love it or you yeah, hate yeah, it's it. very polarizing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be President Obama's next problem to solve. By the way, this is breaking today. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but uh, uh, part of our smart diplomacy effort, Fred, uh, mm-hmm. apparently the NSA was monitoring the phone of uh, German Chancellor Angela Merkel, and uh, she was none too happy to discover that. Well, no, nor any of the other countries that uh, are now making a big public stink about this. I mean, it's uh, you know, you uh, the uh, uh, Obama, uh, you'll remember, came in saying, uh, believing that well, the problem with our American foreign policy is that uh, President Bush has really alienated all these countries, and he's too belligerent, and he's too uh, he's a bully, and that's what's wrong with American foreign policy. Well, <laughs> Obama's found otherwise. Uh, that NSA has helped alienate these people. NSA, uh, I mean, look, uh, the president had to know what they were doing. If he didn't, he was derelict of, in his duty. And uh, gee, just think of all over the all over the world where where things uh, have collapsed on his watch in a way they didn't on President Bush's watch. The latest, of course, is Iraq, where uh, Al Qaeda in Iraq uh, is uh, carrying out bombings almost weekly. Uh, of of dozens and dozens and dozens of people. And Obama was the one who let all American troops leave when a deal was arrangeable to keep, uh, oh, 10,000 there, which would have changed the situation entirely. So uh, it's not just Obamacare. <laughs> it's not just health care that uh, President Obama has screwed up. It's our foreign and national security policy. But this is what's so frustrating is you know when the pre- when he was running for the first time when he was running for re- re-election, people were pointing mm-hmm. out that it's not working. Set set ideology aside. Mm-hmm. You know we, we were promised that the problem was George Bush and evil Republicans, and you've replaced mm-hmm. that with Obama, and the world is going to change because of that decision. Mm-hmm. And instead, we are in worse shape it, by any measure. Uh, we America, our allies, in worse shape. We've got more foreign leaders angry at us. Back in the day, at least the people were angry at us were people we wanted to be angry at us, like the people yeah. running Hamas. And then mm-hmm. on the domestic side, we've spent a record amount of money on welfare. The number just came out today, $3.7 trillion that we've spent since President Obama's been in office. A record number of people on food stamps. The, uh, the uh, uh, workforce participation is at a 35-year low, and people can't even sign up for the health care that they're forced to sign up mm-hmm. for. All of these mm-hmm. are failures, and yet his support among you know, his team seems to be virtually unmoved. Do results just not matter today for the left? You know, no. Uh, they don't. I mean, intentions are what matter, and thwarting and and and, if our, and, and, and even when you put a, intentions of, aside, we cannot concede any error because that will only help our enemies, the conservatives and the Republicans, you and me, uh, right. uh, Michael. So, Obama, for instance, in in his speech on Monday, 
uh, you know, barely uh, uh, barely admits any problem at all. And, and and to the extent he does, it's a glitch. It's a you know, it's small. It's something we're fixing. We're bringing in people. Don't get all alarmed about it. But if you're having trouble, call this number. <laughs> it uh, was a funny speech in that regard. Uh, you know, when you're reading, you know, here's where you know the White House is in trouble. And that is there's a great story in Politico uh, yesterday, I think, and that is the White House is now working to change the narrative about the implementation of Obamacare. Change the narrative. In other words, change uh, the way the press covers it and so on. Right. Obama, I mean, they don't seem to realize that this is a real event. Now, this is not something that's just about the right or wrong narrative. You know, it's not that they uh, need to bring in, uh, you know, some more PR sure. people. I mean, this is a real problem, uh, and there are going to be more. This is going to be the gift that keeps on giving for Republicans, and unfortunately it's going to be harmful to uh, average Americans but it could be because we're going to see who knows when the website will be fixed. So we can't and just call knows, re, we uh, can't just call rewrite and undo the last yeah. three and a half years. Doesn't work that <laughs> it way. It won't work, and you and you can't call mommy and daddy either. Uh, the uh, and then we're going to get uh, into the doctor shortage, and then we're going to get into the problem that they have when so many businesses are just dumping people uh, on the exchanges, the few that may work. And then we may get a court decision, which would be entirely legitimate, I believe, that says the federally run exchanges are not allowed to offer a subsidy because the law says that the ones run by states, and that's only, what, 14 of them, right. uh, those can offer subsidies. But it doesn't say anything about that in regard to the federal exchanges, and that's 36 of them. So um, it's, uh, it can be a mess. That would completely undo uh, Obamacare for the time being. And they don't want to give an inch on things like delaying the uh, individual mandate, uh, and uh, they're just going to be huge problems. Uh, and, the, and and that's just uh, the first of them right now. And and you'll remember, Michael, signing up people, that was the easy part. This this really was supposed to be the easy part. You sign them up, and then you have to deal with them, and you're going to have a lot of problems with right. uh, uh, just how much it costs and, uh, and, and so on. There's so many that... Uh, just because of the structure of the system and how it runs against the, that's not helpful in terms of uh, healthcare economics. But this was the easy part, and you know, here's here's the permanent damage, uh, at least PR-wise and and narrative-wise, and that is that in politics, it, I'm sure you've heard this. It's an old saying: ninety percent of politics is first impressions, and Obamacare has gotten maybe mm-hmm. the worst first impression of any policy I can remember. You know, it's hard to believe it almost when you think about where we started with president obama being elected and his, his popularity was through the roof people who disagree with him were told at a, at a previous radio station i worked at we were told overtly don't criticize the president people don't want to hear it they they love this guy and now you look at him today you think about how if he wanted to come out today fred barnes and say the phrase most transparent administration in history i think people would genuinely laugh they would think he was mm-hmm. kidding if he came out today and said if you like your coverage, you can keep it. They would laugh or they would grimace. Mm-hmm. If he said you mm-hmm. can keep your doctor, if he said this isn't going to add a nickel to the deficit, mm-hmm. if he said, I mean, you think mm-hmm. about how much yeah, of his promises have become literally punch lines for, for mm-hmm. people to use because they're so far from reality. And if you said that, hey, I know you're counting that uh, $2,500 you're saving every year <laughs> on your on your health insurance. Of course, you know, it was all, and you know, I think, uh, that many many people in the in the administration knew that all those things were untrue, uh, 
Uh, and they certainly knew that the scoring that they uh, wangled uh, the Congressional Budget Office into uh, uh, scoring uh, how much Obamacare would cost, they knew that that was low-balling it in the extreme. Uh, and now they wind up with this mess. It's entirely their fault. They drove away all Republicans. And this is owned and operated, operated to the extent it is, by Obama and Democrats and nobody else. Your colleague from the Weekly Standard, Bill Crystal, said on yesterday's podcast that the uh, Republicans should pass a piece of legislation that says simply, if you are currently insured and you like your insurance, you can keep it. Is that the smart strategy for Republicans at this point, or should they be focusing on something else to make sure that people hold the right people responsible? And, you know, I don't think Republicans need to do much of anything right okay. now. Uh, I mean, Obama's, this thing is faltering on its own. Uh, Obama looks lame. Uh, he won't, he'll accept. It's not that Obama won't accept the blame for anything. He won't accept the responsibility for anything. Uh, and that's a continuing problem that we've, we've seen over the years. This is, uh, this is what I'm going to write in the New Republic this week, in the New Republic where I worked years ago, in the Weekly Standard <laughs> this week. Uh, and, and that is, I think we're seeing the end of the Obama administration in this sense. I've seen it in other administrations. It happened in the Bush administration. You come to a point, often presidents have, where your problems are overwhelmed. They overwhelm your opportunities to be on offense and have an agenda and so on. And Obama's being overwhelmed. Obamacare will be an issue for the rest of his administration, trying to get it right. Uh, and over and over, it will be a huge issue. Uh, and then there are all the other ones. His agenda, which I think is a, a non-starter, and foreign policy. And then, look, remember his great speech in Cairo in 2009, and we were going to embrace uh, Muslims and so on, and, 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 and really straighten things out in the Middle East. It's a mess. And uh, Iraq now on top of Syria and so on, and the, uh, everything is broken down, uh, and the repairs will be the issue. Obama will be on defense for the rest of his administration. And this happens to President. It happened to Bush early on. And remember in 2005, after his reelection, uh, there was uh, the war in Iraq got much, much worse, and we had uh, uh, Katrina and his Social Security plan got nowhere, and on and on and on. Um, and his numbers tumbled. The only thing saving grace for Obama is one you mentioned, and that is his polls have have not completely cratered. He's still in the high 30s or low 40s. And uh, it looks like uh, he's going to find a way to continue to govern from the left. I think that's what we've seen is that he, these strike well, positions. Well, he's not giving up taken. that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. my point is he thinks he can do everything he needs to do from the left. Fred Barnes with the Weekly mm-hmm. Standard, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Good to talk to you, Michael. Thank you so much. And go Red Sox. Yeah, indeed. I'll be watching.